0: Hi, this is Bill Hayes. And Susan C. page from Days of Our Lives, you are listening to TV Confidential. Tornado warnings are just outside our viewing
1: area. But we're under a particularly dangerous situation, Tornado Watch. Don't worry about this, we're going to get through it. We always
0: do get through it, and we're going to get through it again.
1: Ed Robertson welcoming you back. TV Confidential radio talk show about television that is happy to welcome film and television actor Gabriel Jarrett. Most of you listening tonight probably know Gabe best for his lead role opposite Val Kilmer in the 1985 teen comedy Real Genius. Gabe Jarrett, also one of the few child actors who successfully continued his acting career well into adulthood. Gabe Jarrett recently played an auto repair shop owner slash Ambulance Dispatcher in the True Tornado Survival Motion Picture, 13 Minutes, starring Amy Smart, Thorough Birch, and Anne Hesch. Gabe has another movie coming out, plus he'll be seen later in 2022 in a limited series starring Kate Bosworth. We'll ask Gabe about both those projects in just a second. We'll also talk about Gabe's background in American Sign Language, a skill set that has helped him Stay employed in many venues in between acting roles. We'll talk about that in just a second as well. In the meantime, as we pick up the conversation, we're working out a few technical kinks as we started our recording with Gabe. Just checking your sound level and... Check my level, check one. Oh, that's good. We're good. I wasn't getting a voice level, but now we're fine.
0: Yes. Okay, good. Don't want to blow it out necessarily because I can get a little
1: loud sometimes. Well, no, that's the, the important thing is that I'm hearing you because this is radio. If I didn't hear, if I, if I was it, not able to that's hear, boring. You, yeah, it, it would be rather, no fun at all. It would be bad. Yeah, it would be yeah. bad. Go, go, well put, well put, sir. yeah. And, and we want this to be good. <laughs> Yes, that, that would be preferable to that. Yes, yes. Let's see. Okay, you've got one thing out right now, two things out soon. So we'll talk about yeah. we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm very interested in your background in sign language because Well not I'm serious because I'm not an actor. But mm-hmm. I know that it's important to have skills and things about you that make you different than anybody else. And it's, it, plus, right. that aside, it keeps you working because there are a lot of ways you can put that to good use. So, uh, would well, you know?
0: that's exactly you, – you, you just hit the nail on the head. That is exactly why I do it. I do not have any family members that are significantly like deaf um, or the time uh, that I know of. And uh, it really just came out of the fact that uh, you know it's either feast or famine with actors. You know, the, the, uh, sometimes you're working a whole bunch and everything's fine, and uh, the next time time you turn around, you know, it's been it's been a year and you haven't worked. And it's like um, I got tired after a while of uh, of that up and down. So finally, this was a way for me to regain my control and kind of, have uh, you know smooth out the the lead times, if you will.
1: Well, I know that in the limited series that's coming out soon, bringing, uh, Bring on the Dancing Horses, you actually perform in sign, but it, it sounds like your interest in sign language started long before that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the, the skill set of uh, being an interpreter and the skill set of sign language is pretty much the same as an actor, um, facial expression, body language, Um you know all the things that uh, that are basically included in in the skill set of accuracy. So I got kind of a little bit of a head start on that one. And so I decided, you know, a buddy of mine was an interpreter. I decided to go and go ahead and do it.
1: Is it? This is a stupid question. Let me ask it anyway. Do do there you? There are no stupid questions. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you get? Uh, depending on the venue that you're performing sign for, do you get? Yes. Do you get a script sometimes, so that if there are weird words or unpronounceable words, you're going to leave? Uh,
0: yes. Um, yeah. You're talking about the actual um, translator interpretation, the translation into into uh, sign, um, from the, the spoken English. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, or versus, you know, you're there and the speaker is speaking, you know, extemporaneously and you sort of have to come up with the quickest equivalent, the quickest sign equivalent on the spot. I mean, as, as if, as if you're, as if you're interpreting any other language.
0: Exactly. That's exactly correct. You got to, and uh, you know uh, your thought about language for a moment and realize that it is its own language. It is not like a just an offshoot of English. Um, so yeah, you, it does have its own grammar, its own syntax, and the rest of it. But uh, what you're talking about is exactly right, and exactly what an interpreter does is they listen for the equivalent, the uh, sign equivalent of what they just heard in English. So uh, English is very verbose; it repeats itself quite a bit. And uh, sign language, not so much. Everything is more uh, compact, and uh, so you'll see, you'll see actually uh, uh, interpreters. Uh, you know, they'll be interpreting, and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, they'll pause, and the speaker keeps going on. Well, it's because they already said that, and if they keep doing it again and again, it starts getting it gets in the way of the message because the deaf person is going to go, why, "Why? Why? You already said that." Whereas in English, we don't even notice.
1: Yeah. Gabriel Jarrett's on the line with us. Gabe is a certified American sign language interpreter, works in many (laughs) venues, including press conferences, cruise lines, theme parks, medical conventions. Most of you listening tonight know Gabe as an actor. Many, many credits in movies and on television, most notably uh, as the 14-year-old whiz kid in the 1985 teen comedy reel genius Gabriel Jarrett, one of the few actors who uh, – a few child actors who not only successfully transitioned to grown-up roles – I like to say grown-up roles versus adult roles because adult roles has a connotation. But, uh,
0: yes, it <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm backtracking going, no, 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 not that kind of adult
1: actor. No,
0: no, no, no. No, not an adult actor. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Wow. Yes,
1: yes. he's a grown-up who plays grown-up roles in movies, television, and the stage. One of the very few actors who has pretty much worked nonstop throughout his career. That's got to be very gratifying.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it, nonstop is, a, is kind of a relative term, I guess. <laughs> Because you could you could say it's stop and go and stop and go and stop and go, but uh, no, it, you know, it, I, I suppose it has been nonstop. You just got to back up a little bit.
1: Well, what <laughs> where, where I'm coming from is aside from your steady line of gigs uh, as as a sign interpreter, you have pretty much worked as a performer all your life. Right. Not too many actors can say that.
0: I know um, I feel really, really lucky about that. I feel uh, very blessed. Um, uh, but uh, but that was kind of the design of of wanting to wanting to be an interpreter as well because I mean it doesn't matter who you are um, or how many roles that, that, that uh, you get I mean even even the most uh, hardworking of of actors in in Hollywood, let's say they do two movies a year, which is a lot. Um, let's say you know as far as film actors go. Um, if they do two movies a year, you're still talking about an actual work time of maybe six, eight months. Mm -hmm. You still got another, you know, four to six months in there that you're not doing anything. That's if you're working all the time. So, you know, you better find something else to do that makes you, you know, that that excites you, that makes you happy. Because, um, you know, otherwise you're just going to be doing a lot of staring at the ceiling.
1: Yes, yes, and uh, and unless your ceiling is really, really interesting, that's going to get old very, very fast. Gabriel Jarrett. Exactly. Gabe recently played an auto repair shop owner slash ambulance dispatcher in the true tornado survival motion picture 13 Minutes. 13 Minutes starring Amy Smart, Thora Birch, and Ann. Hesh, for those who have not seen the movie yet, Gabe, tell us a little bit about 13 Minutes, what attracted you to this project.
0: Oh my gosh! Well, um, first of all, I, I love disaster movies. Um, I've, or, I always have, um, and uh, or thriller uh, films that uh, you know, life and death, and it's, it's, it's uh, as dramatic as you can get. It's real. And, well, it's and, well, yeah, exactly. And then, then, then you bring it into things that have actually happened, which this this film is. It's a, um, a particular tornado that that hit El Reno, uh, Oklahoma. Um, and, uh, we actually, we actually shot there. Uh, and, uh, 13 minutes is the amount of time that the average amount of time that, uh, that you have to f- seek shelter and get in a safe place after the, uh, alarms have gone. Um, and you know, and that's, it's 13 minutes and it's, uh, um, uh, it's basically, it's a disaster. I mean, you figure, you know, big wind hit down, knock it over. Mm. Um, <laughs> but what makes 13 minutes really interesting? It's an ensemble piece. It, it, it actually uh, gets into the lives of like four different groups of folks in that town, this little town. Um, it hitting at that moment, and all the folks who are, are in different places at the same time. It's about how they get together and, and uh, you know, like survive.
1: Well, tell us about your character. You're the dispatcher, in a way. If <laughs> yeah. if, if 13 minutes is the average amount of time. To find yourself sheltered and protect yourself from, from, yeah. from, in a lot of ways, the dispatcher, your role is the pivotal role because, in in a lot of ways, the clock starts <laughs> with you. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I'm.
0: Well, am I the actual dispatcher? I'm the, definitely the shop owner. Um, I think I'm just. I'm just the guy that's the, the smart-ass, to tell you the truth, and, and, and the guy that kind of gives people a hard time until. You know the twister hits, and we all realize that we're all human beings and that's right. But, uh, but um, yeah, that's basically the role. Is just like at some point, you know, you, you, it stops being about the individual um, characters and and, uh, and their individual fights, and it's their their collective fight to, to make it through this, this event.
1: What do you look for when a part comes your way, whether it's the, whether it's the role you play in 13 minutes or any, any project you do? What do you look for when a part comes your way? And is what you're looking for today different than it may have been early in your career? Or do you always look oh, for the same yeah. thing? Well, I mean, you
0: start out you know, just, just hoping to get a job. Um,
1: <laughs> and that's, that's really the requirement. Isn't I'm nodding. So? I'm nodding my head. I hear you.
0: Yeah, that's really pretty much the only requirement. There's a certain amount of that that stays with your entire career, but um, after a certain amount of time, you know, you you start finding the things that uh, really, really make you happy uh, to play and and that you have a good time doing. And I I found out uh, kind of mid-career that I love playing bad guys, which is strange because it's not what I'm known for necessarily, and it's... um, uh certainly not what you what I think people think of when they first look at me. It's not I don't exactly you know, um I <laughs> not exactly uh uh, pull out the sheer and, and loathing reaction out Yeah, of it. but I I'm
1: just thinking as a casting director. Um that's probably oh, yeah. good. That's probably good because depending on the character and depending on what nefarious stuff your character is going to do, having someone who doesn't look like who quote unquote doesn't look like a bad
0: um, yes, exactly. Uh, it'd be um the uh, uh obvious. Yeah. Um and, and and it plays against the type and it's it's, uh, it's actually something that that um I did in a movie called Reaper, uh, and uh, and after we shot that one, and I went, oh, I could get used to this. <laughs> I mean, I really could. It's like I can do all these terrible. You mean I'm being rewarded for doing these awful things and being, you know, basically the biggest jerk I can? Oh, this is awesome. I'll get used to this big time.
1: <laughs> and I'm not an actor, but I've talked to enough actors and I've talked to enough screenwriters to know that. Um, villains, jerks, are usually the most interesting type of characters to play because yeah. they they get the best lines. Well, it's yeah, and, and that's a they're
0: they're layered characters automatically because you can't walk around thinking I'm the bad guy because nobody does that. Yeah, <laughs> nobody walks around going going. Uh, yes, I'm the villain, so I'll <laughs> do something evil here. Nobody does that, so everybody's justified themselves. Yeah. So so instantly, no matter how bad you are in a movie, you know, you know, even Jason, you know, has justified himself.
1: Yeah. Bad, bad meaning evil versus bad meaning not good because you're always good.
0: Oh, well, right, exactly. <laughs> so that the that, person that, that, you and the person is, is, is sitting there doing the same thing. They're going, they're going, okay, you know, yes, I may be doing this awful. thing.
1: And I would imagine that uh, even if it's a totally heinous person or a totally obnoxious person, right? When the part comes your way and you're looking it over, you there, there's got to be something little, some wrinkle of humanity that connects with you that makes you decide I want to do this.
0: Exactly, exactly. And and uh, you know, I mean, and, and think of the best the best uh, villain that you've ever encountered. You know, I mean, how how. How much do you remember, you know, Hannibal Lecter? <laughs> 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 Probably the most evil of all evils. And um, there you go. He is the most memorable. He's just, just uh, you know, because he's refined. He's, he, he wouldn't dare, he wouldn't dare be rude. Uh, To Clarice Stalling, he just wouldn't do it.
1: No. (laughs) Gabriel Jarrett is on the line with us. Gabe recently played an auto repair shop owner slash ambulance dispatcher in the True Tornado survival motion picture, 13 Minutes. He will also be seen as a man of the cloth in Ask Me to Dance, Ask Me to Dance. (laughs) Romantic comedy also stars Tom Malloy, Brianna Evigan. Jesse Cove and Joyce DeWitt. Gabe's other film and TV uh, roles include Karate Kid Part 3, Apollo 13, Frost, Nixon, the last two of which directed by Ron Howard, Goodnight Beantown, a show I remember. Goodnight Beantown. I'm probably the only one other than you who remembers Goodnight Beantown. Uh, We'll talk about that in just a second. The The original 21 Jump Street. And, of yep. course, and of course, the 1985 teen comedy Real Genius. You can follow Gabriel Jarrett on Instagram and on the Gabriel Jarrett fans page on Facebook. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Okay. Ask Me to Dance. Ask Me to Dance, romantic comedy. You play a man of the cloth. I don't know anything about the particulars of the role, but I would well. think, okay, all right, well, tell us what attracted you to Ask Me to Dance.
0: Oh, jeez. Well, okay, um, Ask Me to Dance was a no-brainer for me. It's that, actually um, Tom Malloy, you mentioned, is the lead in, in that one, and uh, he's one of my closest friends, proud to say. Uh, he and I have worked together in a couple of films, mm-hmm. and this is a, his actual directorial debut. I'm uh, oh, sorry, the, the debut as far as like uh, in a film that he's working on acting in himself.
1: Yes, Tom Malloy is making his directorial debut in Ask Me to Dance in addition to starring in the picture.
0: So that's, that's daunting for any actor. Yes, um, but the uh, but the you know it's a it was it's a cute comedy it's a cute concept it's a uh, you know um, a destined to be together type of film romantic comedy you know just trying to avoid being two ships passing in the night um, and it's just it's it's funny it's just funny and with folks like Joyce DeWitt you know I mean come on <laughs> hello. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: i oh I, I, I always what i i always preferred her over over suzanne summers when i watched why oh, <laughs> well, i'm serious a
0: true, are you a true kind of sort of topic?
1: i am i am <laughs> no because because it's hard to be the straight person uh, you yeah. know and, and and she and she was more or less she was more or less the straight person uh, to 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 Chrissy and to John Ritter. So, I mean, you're
0: right, right, When you're a straight person to John Ritter, oh boy, you better be straight. Yeah. You better, you, you better just. And she still has. I mean, i have never seen, seen somebody, you know, that, that just just is. She's got that that uh, youthful drive. Even, yeah. Even God, she must, she's got to be seventy uh, in her seventies, I think. But uh, she is like, you wouldn't know it to work with her. I mean, she's got more energy than all of us.
1: Yeah, and she's a great reactor, and, and you know this as, yeah. as, as an actor. I mean, acting is reacting not only to whatever words your acting partner says in the moment, but how they may have, you know, an inflection or, right. or or something out of the blue, and that may, that may tailor, that may influence how you deliver your line. Absolutely, it does. In, in, in the in the moment, yeah. So, so is the man of the cloth you play? Is he a jerk or is he a good? Is he a nice man?
0: <laughs> well, let's put it this way: he's a man of the cloth, but the cloth is a little tattered, and he's <laughs> barely. A man of the
1: cloth. Okay, so, all right, so he's, (laughs) all right, okay, he's got some layers. He's got some layers he's got, (laughs) yeah. Okay, very good. Uh, uh, Gabriel Jarrett plays a man on the cloth in the romantic comedy Ask Me to Dance, which is coming soon in 2022. Ask Me to Dance, romantic comedy, starring and directed by Tom Malloy. When we come back, we'll talk to Gabe about some of the other actor-directors that he has worked with throughout his career, including academy award winner ron howard all that more we continue our conversation with gabe jarrett we come back on tv confidential thank you for supporting actors and others for animals we started a long long time ago you can still take part in the betty white challenge by going to bettywhitechallenge.com as it's safe to say that betty would have done anything possible to support this important cause so when you find an organization like actors and others for animals it sort of unites all of those of us who want to pay back something for all the joy we get out of animals you can learn more about the betty white challenge by going to bettywhitechallenge.com bettywhitechallenge.com please keep up the good work believe me it's deeply appreciated be part of our conversation if you like what you hear